Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Clint Emerson, and welcome to Can You Survive This Podcast, where the interview is just as dangerous as the scenarios I put my guests through. From hostage situations to natural disasters, carjackings, active shooters, and more, if you're looking for the skills necessary to survive these situations, then this is the show for you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of Can You Survive This Podcast. I know that's like a repeat of the intro that goes on before this, so... Tell me if it gets annoying or what. Um, we always appreciate your comments. Good, bad, ugly, I don't care. And five stars, though. Okay, not one, five. Okay, don't be lazy. All right, that's all I got. So today, we have a young lady. She was driving back home to Texas. She was visiting, right? And a father and his two girls had a crazy accident. She pulls over to help and she ends up losing a leg and hurting the other one pretty damn bad. She's a pro athlete, keynote speaker, and also known as the one leg wonder woman. I want to welcome Jamie Blanick to the show. Ah. Did Hello. I get it right? Oh, yes. You said my name right. Good yeah. job. God, Good I job. had to say it five times before we got started. So, <laughs> um, hey, yeah, thanks for coming in. This is in person, which is rare. Anybody who's in Texas can come in, but a lot of times I'm interviewing people from all over the place. But I appreciate you wandering over here into my yeah. little uh, hole and doing this podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Good. <laughs> well, we're going to see as we get started. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> to warm up, we'll do the, uh, we'll do the uh, rapid fire. With the guys, I tend to start right out of the gate with, do you like to lick ice cream cones or suck on lollipops? But I'm going to save <laughs> save that just for them okay. because they get all weird. You oh, know? okay. But we're not going that path. Okay, we'll so here we that. go. Are you ready? I Yes, I'm right. ready. Here we go. Hair or nails? Hair. <laughs> the beach or the mountains? Mountains. Uh ski or snowboard snowboard duh <laughs> <laughs> sing or dance oh dance Ooh, made you think on that one all right good model or pageantry model <laughs> all right now this one i don't know how this one will go so right leg or left leg oh um left leg left leg yeah. Head first or feet first? Um, head first. Head first. Drive or fly? Fly. <laughs> New York or Texas? Oh, Texas. You had to think about that? What the hell? All right. I know, right? I'm like, uh, they can't see anything in New York right now, so. And of course, this last one, 
the pageant dress or workout clothes? Oh, um, workout clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's got to be more comfortable. Okay, circling back to the top. I gave you hair versus nails, you yeah. know, because yeah. I'm a guy putting together a rapid fire for a woman, and sometimes I suck, so that just seemed natural. All right. Hair. Why hair over nails? I mean, come on. Uh, because you see the hair first. You see the hair first. I hope. I hope nobody's, like, specifically looking at nails before they look at anything. Got it. Or well, you have you... glitter on your ring finger there. I do, yeah. yes. Okay. You notice that. Well, I was only looking because you said we don't notice that. Yeah. Right. You yeah. notice the hair first. Hair, yes. Hair first. Yes, Got this it. is important. It frames the face. Yeah. Okay. Hair. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, beach versus mountains. You pick mountains. I kind of sort of knew that, but Yes, why? I love the beach, mm -hmm. but the mountains are definitely where my heart is. I love... I love the cold. Um, mm -hmm. As an amputee, I get super friggin' hot, and I like the cold, so then Why? I'm not sweating all the time. I think I know the physiology behind it. Yeah, so we can't regulate our body temperatures um, for whatever reason, like we're missing, you know, whatever part of our body. Because your body still thinks you have the leg? Still thinks it's there, and so it's like working hard to push blood somewhere that it can't go and so the way it circulates through your body is different and then you just can't regulate your temperature so we run hot and huh. i'm a newer amputee so i sweat a lot and i just prefer the cold yeah that makes sense yeah. and it goes along with the next question skiing yeah. versus snowboarding <laughs> you pick snowboarding i did yeah yeah because I snowboard. It's what you do, right? It's what I do, like yeah. A pro snowboarder. I am a para snowboarder. Mm -hmm. Para snowboarder. Now, yeah. That's got to be. How hard was that to kind of. Oh my God. Um, it was hard. Definitely hard. I skied for years um, before I lost my leg. And then I switched to snowboarding because I was really bad at skiing. Um, I had a problem stopping. So I had some bad crashes. So I was <laughs> like, maybe I should try snowboarding. So I did, and I loved it. Yep. And then I had my accident, and my goal was to get back to snowboarding oh. because I loved it. Um, so relearning how to snowboard with a different prosthetic, uh, without a leg, first off, and then with a different prosthetic than what I walk with was definitely difficult. But I think I've got it down. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> it, especially if you're uh, competing. I mean, yeah. That's a big deal, and that's a short period of time because this happened in 21? Mm-hmm. February of 21. Yes. And here we are in 24. No, 23. 23. <laughs> I don't even know where the hell we are. Okay. And you're already kind of pro. Yeah, I am. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just finished my first um, competitive year. Damn. I traveled all over the world. That's it was, badass. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to dig into that later. <laughs> all right. Uh, sing versus dance. You actually had to think on this one. So you I did. picked dance. I did. So my degree, my college degree is in performing arts. So singing, dancing, acting. That's, um, I grew up in the theater. So yeah, that was a difficult one. But dancing is probably um, my favorite because you can just, you can just dance. Music plays, just dance. Um, yeah, I love dancing. What was your goal? You went to New York. Uh -huh. Right, and you. So, what was your what was your original path when you were up there? Just modeling, or? Um, no, I wanted to be on Broadway, and I wanted to be in film and television. So oh, that it. was my goal. My like dream was to win an Oscar. Mm. So <laughs> that's what my life path was <laughs> for a while. Well, 
you can still go that route. <laughs> All right. Model versus pageantry. You had to think about this one, too. Oh, no, you didn't, actually. You just yelled out model. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Model. Pageants aren't that fun. But you grew up. It was just something you and your mom, and it was like total. No. No? No. Okay. Um, I did it when I was little and mm -hmm. then stopped doing it. Um and then got back into it in my early 20s. Mm. Um, and I loved it then because I had free time, uh, but it takes a lot of energy. It's just not, it's not fun and they're not nice. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, know? well, you kind of hear the the pageant like yeah. mom stories, right? Uh huh. They're evil. Yes. Yeah. My mom is not that way. She's <laughs> no, she's not that way. They're my parents are very supportive, but That's good. yeah, I modeling is easy. Like that's something I've done over half my life. So that's so much easier. Yeah. You can just show up and do whatever they tell you. And right. They take pictures. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Super easy. Fair enough. I like <laughs> it. All right. And then I kind of threw a wham. Like, a, I don't know. You know, you, you when you get into talking about injuries, obviously you've talked about it plenty. Uh -huh. I'm not throwing anything at you that's odd or weird. Um, <laughs> Other than right leg versus left leg. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you pick left leg. I did. Yeah. So I lost my right leg in yep. my accident. Yep. Um, but my left leg was super, super destroyed. Um, and describe that. What does that mean? Like femur down? Or? I broke my femur. Um, my kneecap was shattered. My, um, I had a lot of tip fib issues um two um spots where it like came through the skin so compound fractures there broken ankle um it was bad it was really bad but mm. now it's completely metal so got it yeah a lot of metal lots so of like metal terminator yeah i know i'm a robot i am <laughs> yeah so i picked the left leg but and it you was pick it because what because it's still yours well it's not i mean yeah what? i mean i still have it yeah. but it was my favorite leg before my accident. You had a favorite leg before your accident? Uh-huh, yeah, it was my favorite one. Huh, I don't yeah. have a favorite leg. I've never, no, why, why was it your favorite leg? Um, I don't know why. I have no idea. It just like, it just better was. in pictures kind Yeah, of thing? probably. Yeah. yeah, if I go back and look at pictures of myself, it was always like the one in front, like oh, doing the pose, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was a dancer my whole life, and so that one was like the front leading and leg. Always so. out there, got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's not normal. Like, when yeah. I was like, okay, I lost a leg. Well, it wasn't my favorite one, so that's good. You know? <laughs> Find the wins. <laughs> yeah, the silver lining. Right. Well, I didn't like that leg anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, head first or feet first? And this, you know, is this a philosophy? Is it just how you get into a swimming pool? How did you look at that question? Right. I looked at it with, I guess, how I lead which is with my head instead of like just go i like think about things first oh yeah yeah so i picked head how do you how do you think about like you obsess over it or um i try not to obsess because you really can't control anything anyway so um but i like to think about things just think it through think it through yes i haven't been known for thinking things through all the time but um i'm trying i'm working on it <laughs> that's good i yeah. like it it's good to think about it have a plan um well and in swimming pools it does not apply okay people don't use it against me the head first thing doesn't apply 
Drive versus fly. You pick fly. Yeah. 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 So just because you just want to get the travel part over with? Yes. Yeah. I just like to be there. Yeah. Some people like the drive and the scenery and whatever. I just get uncomfortable in a car. I'm yeah. over it. Yeah. Like five minutes in, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Right. Can we fly? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of go back and forth. When I've been flying a lot, I go, next time I'm driving. Uh-huh. Because I get sick of the airports or the delays or yeah. the people. Yeah. But then when I'm driving a lot, I'm like, next time I'm flying. So I'm yeah. kind of wishy-washy that way. I drove here from Utah, <laughs> and I was like, every time I do it, I'm like, never again, never again. <laughs> yeah. And then I do it. But yeah. I like having my car. Right. That's the other thing. I, I like my car. So. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I like having transportation, be able to come and go when you need to, not uh -huh. rely on anybody else. And you can take however much crap you want to take, you know? Well, that's true, too. Yeah. And I'm sure you take more crap than I do. Yeah. I'm sure I do. <laughs> I do. And yeah. with my snowboard, like my snowboard all bag, all that crap. I yeah. have multiple legs I got to take now. So it's a process. Multiple legs? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, hold on. We're going to get into that. Okay. okay last one. <laughs> New York versus Texas. You actually thought about it for a second. I did. Yeah. I did because New York is great. It's fun. I lived there for five years and I loved it. But obviously, Texas is home and it's the greatest state. So, yeah. Yes, it Texas. is the greatest country ever. <laughs> Do you agree that we should be building a wall on the northern border to keep Jeff, Oklahoma the producer, and all those other California people out of here? Or what? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Now getting into you, past, present, future. Let's just dig right in. We'll start with you're driving down the road. Mm -hmm. You see an accident. Take it from there. Yes. I came upon, um, or I saw, I don't know which one it was, but um, a bad accident. Um, there's this horrible intersection on the highway. Um, it's kind of like the road on the side you don't have much time when the car comes over this hill before like uh, you see them yeah. and so people will pull out thinking it's clear but a car will come over um and that's what happened a car pulled out in front of this jeep grand cherokee no jeep wrangler jeep wrangler yeah. um and the wrangler hit the car and then rolled like six times and then um, so the, the jeep hits the other hits car this other car bones it Yes. And then which car rolled? The other car? The, the Jeep. Yeah. Oh, the, the Jeep. Jeep did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because the highway is like, I don't know, you're going like 70 miles an hour. Yeah. And so whichever, like, however they hit it, it was enough force to like roll, roll it. it after. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I came up on it, I guess. Um, I slammed on my brakes. I put my hazards on. I jumped out of my car. My car was still running. My door was open. Um, and I ran to the Jeep. Um, and in the back of the Jeep, there were two small girls and they're like screaming and crying. And I have zero medical training whatsoever. Um, but you're either a person who like jumps out of the car or doesn't. And I'm a jump out of the car person. So yeah. that was like what I did. So, so now describe that. So you are they obviously didn't get to pick the emergency lane. You did. You went and parked in the emergency lane? Uh, no. I was. I actually don't know where my car was. Probably... 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Maybe, maybe I was on the side. Yeah, I don't know. And then they were in the road, right? And they're like, in the middle of the road. Middle of the yes. road. They had rolled a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. These two girls managed to be stay in the jeep. Yes, and, and the dad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they're all still in the jeep. Um, and the girls, one of them was out of her seat, her car seat, and they're young, like two and four or five. Um, one is out of her car seat, and the other one is starting to get out of her car seat and something in me was like you need to get back in your car seat like to me that was the safest place in that moment was in their car seat so i was trying to calm them down making sure they're not bleeding and like just checking them over um and i put them back in their car seats Mm. and as i was walking around the jeep um a car came down the highway and crashed into the jeep and into me Okay, so Mm -hmm. that blind intersection, this Mm -hmm. car comes cruising, has no idea that there's an accident just over this little hill, Um, and then they slammed into the Jeep. So at that point, people had already stopped, and they were on the side of the road. Um, Yeah, so... And, yeah, so I think the guy who was driving that car fell asleep behind the wheel because he just slammed into us without... Is this day Slowing. or night? It's in the evening. It's okay. around, it's almost 8 o'clock. It's like 7.50 something. So sun's down, but not, mm-hmm. but it's still twilight. A little bit. Maybe, something. yeah. 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 So I think he fell asleep hmm. because he just slammed into us. Didn't even hit the brakes. No. Didn't oh. even like try to <laughs> turn the wheel, nothing. Like just right dead, into just us. Just dead on. Yeah. Okay. And so you had the Jeep between you and this car that just impacted it yes so the jeep the jeep hit me okay um because was i was the jeep on its wheels it. or is it on its side it was on its wheels so it rolled and ended up on its wheels uh-huh it did okay it did wow yeah yeah huh. by the end of it it had no wheels or doors left on it right it was pretty bad so it's slant so now dad and the two girls are still in this still car still in the car still in the jeep the- Get T-boned again. Gets hit again. Yep. Yeah. Slams into you. Then Hits what's, me. Okay, now. Yeah. So I had a traumatic amputation. I lost my leg on impact. Um, wow. Yeah, that's how hard I was hit. So the Jeep just... So describe, do you remember, like, were you standing and kind of your hands inside dealing with the kids? Or? No, because I was like going from one side to the other. And so I like was moving around the vehicle. So you just so got I was to in the other. in front of it. Okay. And so I 
because I'm on this side of it and the car's coming down the highway this way, I couldn't see right. this car. Couldn't see what was coming. No. No. Man. So I was hit from the front of the Jeep. Got it. All right. So then the leg. Yeah. So is this something you noticed right immediately? So I have no memory of the accident. Okay. That's Everything probably... has been told to me. The yeah, I mean, we have these the mammalian reflex and kind of the, the safeguards our brain does so that uh -huh. you don't have to live with that for the rest of your life, right? Do you think that's probably the case, or um, you just knocked out? No, I was so I was conscious the whole time. You were, yeah. Yes, I was conscious the whole time, um, but I did have a skull fracture and two brain bleeds, so maybe the head trauma, my yeah. TBI. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. I'm glad I don't remember though. Right. But. Um, so where did your leg go? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, couldn't you, tell you. No one told you. Hey, we found it in the bushes over there. They didn't tell me where they found it, but they did bring it to the hospital. And brought it to the like, hospital. Yeah, like forty-five minutes after I got to the hospital, um, an officer brought my leg in. Forty-five minutes after? <laughs> yes, because I was flown, so they had to drive. Like they couldn't put your. I don't know. Your leg? Like I don't know. That's very odd, right? Yeah, that's a lot of time. It is. But, it is. I mean, forty-five minutes, especially if you were flown somewhere, it probably took a while. But you, you, yeah, like, yeah, that thing must have just been hidden somewhere. I have huh? no idea. I have no clue. Man. I know. That's. And you didn't have Wild. to see your leg, right? No, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. Thank goodness. And this was from what? The knee down or higher? So or? it was around the knee area. Yeah. Um, I had like some of my knee left, but not enough for them to save my knee. Um, so I'm an above the knee amputee. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It. I don't know. I My leg was pretty gnarly, I hear. Right. Hmm. And then the left. The left. Didn't. Shattered. It, so it it just. Was it because the car, the Jeep rolled over you or what? Do you know the, the physics behind I it? I think. No, it didn't roll over me. I think it just like crashed into me and then Pushed it was so hard that it just threw me. And then I'm like rolling across the highway, like mm. the ground and ended up wherever my body ended up. Right. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty bad, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I my experience, I remember going through paramedic school and I did my rotations in San Antonio. Oh. So I'm out one night. It's probably two o'clock in the morning. We just finished a call. We're sitting at a red light and this young lady pulls up next to us. And when you're a the student paramedic with two paramedics, you kind of sit in the seat that's facing the side door and the side door has oh, yeah. a window in the back. So I could see out there and I could see the red light shining on her face because we're sitting at a red light, but I could also see tears, right? So she's crying, she's in her car. And then as soon as that light turned red or green, she like floored it. And so I leaned forward and looked through the windshield down at the end of this road is like literally a 90 degree turn to the left, right? And she doesn't make the turn. You just see her go oh, off the road, and then you see headlights, taillights, headlights, taillights, because oh, it's two o'clock in the morning. So we're like, well, I guess we just got another yeah. call. So we call it in, hit our lights, and we head down there and immediately pulling out flashlights. We're walking over to the scene. The vehicle's, you know, steam is going over because of the radiator. 
it had obviously flipped a bunch of times and ended up on its wheels and so approaching the driver's side door obviously no one's there oh god right so then now we're starting to look around in the field oh my god and going around and we don't see anything we're kind of looking at the trail that came in okay what about this what about that and we're kind of all we're spread out talking to each other and then i approached the passenger side and she was folded up like oh my God. a set of like a pair of pants so her head was on her ass and her legs were folded up under her torso and she was laying perfectly oh my God. in the passenger floorboard eyes open looking at me but gone right yeah. she was gone yeah because her spine had been pushed oh, into all these different situations my God. and it was just like point being is like That's i would say vehicle accidents create some of the craziest most like law defying yeah just insane uh-huh. like um yeah oh and then, God, you, th- then you go and you start actually then you turn it and burn it you know of course you go to war and you see a whole other version of that but um yeah uh, car accidents are always just crazy just crazy uh-huh. so okay you don't remember anything you get put on right. a helicopter you wake up in a hospital um yes. how did that go yes so there was one other person who had stopped at the first accident um and he just so happened to be an off-duty firefighter paramedic mm. so he had medical training and he tells me that he was at the front of the car with me and then like he said he was going to go check on the other car like we talked i don't remember any of it but like we had a little exchange and so he as soon as he walked away is when the car came and he heard it behind him and so he like turned around and like immediately went to me wherever i was um and he's the one who definitely saved my life like he demanded a helicopter come because he knew that if the ambulance comes and then they call a helicopter it's going to be too late so he demanded one and they listened to him um obviously they sent um ambulances because it was a massive oh yeah situation okay so pause there yeah you got to remember dad and the two girls what where mm-hmm. what do you know what happened to them in that moment or in general just in general oh yeah they're, yeah. they're okay they're they... fine they're fine wow well i put them back in their car seats the girls had they yeah. not been in their car seat. Yeah. How, how that would have, yeah, it kind of yeah. makes you wonder, like, how it would have gone. Because you would have probably naturally put them over there, like, on the side, right? Like, over in the emergency um, lane. Because there were so many cars stopped, maybe you thought it was safe, right? I don't know. Yeah. There was, so between, like, the 911 calls of the first accident and then my accident, it was only, like, two minutes. Oh. So there was like no time to have been able to gut, like get them out and then take them over to safety or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So in that amount of time, what I did was the best option. Yeah, yeah, that was smart. Otherwise they would have just been like Who thrown knows? from the car. They'd yeah. be dead. Like yeah. they definitely would be dead. Especially after if the that. guy that fell asleep was doing 70. Yeah. And didn't hit the brakes, nothing. And slammed right into them, yeah. Nice nuts okay. uh-huh so the guy um like he definitely saved me 
I don't know if you know this part of the story, but my mom was two cars behind me. So she saw the whole thing. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. So your mom, as a parent, oh my, yeah. yeah, she had to have been freaking out. She saw the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so she was with me, Scott, the guy was with me, just trying to keep me like alert, keep me awake. And you don't remember any of that part? Uh-uh. Okay. No, right. no. Um, yeah, the paramedics come, I was like fighting with them. Um, Cause I didn't know, like I had no idea I had just been hit. Um, and then they put me in the ambulance um, and I was still like telling them there's nothing wrong with me. They're like, you've been in an accident. I'm like, I haven't been in an accident. They've been in an accident. And they're like, you've been in an accident. So um, hmm. I had no idea, like no friggin' clue. So then they put me in the helicopter. I don't remember any of that, but I was conscious the whole time. Um, they fly me out of town to a level one trauma center because of my head wound, um, because it was so bad. And um, I've been told that I was still awake when they rolled me into the operating room. Wow. Yeah, which is crazy. I'm like, That's... why didn't y'all put me out? <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> With head injuries, it is a little bit, I mean, the doctors have good reason, but it's a little uh -huh. bit of a gamble. They don't want to because they need to make sure that there's not something more serious going on. So the best way to determine that is huh you being conscious okay right yeah yeah head injuries are you know it's kind of like this um a little bit of a an assessment process but you being conscious is far better than not when you yeah. have a that notable yeah like skull fracture yeah, yeah. okay yeah. that makes sense well huh. i was awake the whole time but i don't remember any of it wow yeah that's nuts Legs. Let's get into legs. <laughs> you mentioned earlier you got multiple legs. I do. So what does that mean? Like you got one for obviously snowboarding, mm -hmm. another one for daily use, another one for... Yeah, I have a walking leg, a running leg, and then a high impact activity leg, which is what I snowboard with. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Can't they just put all that into one leg? I friggin' wish because it's <laughs> like ridiculous carrying around all these legs. Do, do you put them in a trunk or how do you carry all these things? Um, it depends. Like sometimes I'll literally just walk onto a plane with my whole snowboard leg and I'll be like, can you store this right here? And they're like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And then the other ones you just like check? Or do you have um, to, do you I have can to take, take all of them every time or? No, uh, oh, right. it just depends on like what activity I'm doing. Gotcha. Yeah, I rarely use the running one because I hate running, so I just kind of leave that one. Is that the one that has the bow in it? Kind of. Uh huh. Has it's the, the blade. Yeah. The blade. Uh huh. Blade. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. They're cool looking, but they're just difficult. I don't know. I haven't mastered the running blade hmm. yet. Yeah, we had guys come in that would lose a leg or two, and they'd end up have the ability to outrun everybody oh, once yeah. they learned. Like, because I mean. Yeah. It kind of makes sense because a leg is pretty heavy. Uh -huh. Your leg, uh -huh. one leg, right? Yeah. And then you replace it with titanium. Uh -huh. and you can run like the wind once you master yeah. that blade, right? Yes. So we yeah. have guys, you're just passing you up and you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's yeah. so funny. Well, yeah, because the blade like springs you. Right. It's like yeah. super, supernatural. Yeah. Superpowers. Yeah, I just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, well, you, I guess you got time, right? I just decided to focus on the snowboarding instead of the running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So once you learn that 
your leg was gone. Was it? What was that? What was that for you? Just total. Yeah. I mean, does this one of those go into depression mode, or was there a no. was there a grieving process with it? Like you kind of denied it, accepted it, but well, you know. Right. I didn't. I don't think I like grieved it. Hmm. I just was ready to like get my life back, and so. There was no like pity party or asking why me. Like I understood why because I felt like I had this mission and it was like saving these children and I did that and the price of that was losing my leg. So I was okay with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I didn't I didn't think like, oh, if only I hadn't done this or that, you know, like that I didn't allow myself to do that. So um, I would say I didn't really listen to anyone who said it's going to take you a year to get back in the gym. It's going to take this long to do this and you won't be able to do that. I just didn't listen to any of that. Um, and I just like charged forward. I went through um, I was in the ICU for five days um, and then I was only in the hospital for three weeks. Wow. Yeah. And then immediately to PT. Um, and I was a gym rat before my accident. Like I was in the gym every day, two to three hours a day. Mm. Um, and in the hospital, I was like, I need to go to the gym. When can I go to the gym? And that's when they said, it's gonna be a year before you can go to the gym. And I was like, that's not gonna work. So three days after I was released from the hospital, I went to the gym. Um, I wasn't gonna let these people deny me this life that I wanted. Right. And where were you living at the time? Waco. Okay. All mm -hmm. right. So you just yeah. went back home and yes, got your life going again. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. That is good. And I think how, how many people do you know in your situation that you've met over the years now of other amputees? Is that the norm that you found or most people no. kind of have to go through depression and a bunch of other stuff first? Yeah. I'm definitely not the norm. Um, people get focused on um, like the pain and wondering like why me like that victim mentality thing um, and they spend so much time and waste so much energy on what they don't have mm -hmm. and I was just focusing what on what I did have which I still had my other leg and I still had you know my hands and everything else so yeah by the way nothing else what else was broken? Um, you, you took a you took a my a pelvis. Oh, okay. So there's plenty of other in my head. Yep. Um, my face was just road rash. Um, wow. Yeah. That's a really fucked up way to exfoliate. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like the dirt and the rocks were oh, still coming yeah. out of me for a while. And your eyes are good. Your nose, mm -hmm. everything stayed. Uh, yeah. So yeah. pelvis, legs, head. Yes. No organ. No internal your, bleeding. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Like right. Absolutely crazy. Could have could have been so much worse, even though yeah. it was pretty damn bad. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I would tell myself. Yeah. Is it could be so much worse. It could be so much worse. Um, and I think that was helpful for me um, to like get on with my life. Well, you seem to transition really freaking good unlike a lot of folks in your position that's yeah and not to mention you got i got to say i know you've probably heard a thousand times but good job stopping and actually 
taking a moment to like do something about a situation. Most people just drive by, you know, they do the, they rubberneck it, right? Mm -hmm. And they just watch and look at it because for some reason, us humans, we like watching train wrecks and weird, bad, horrible things, right? Yeah. We slow down and we look, look at it as we drive Uh by, but yeah, yeah, good job stopping and Thanks. actually doing something about it. Putting those kids back. Who would have thought, right? Like, put them back in the seat, buckled uh-huh, them in, uh-huh. and then boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Like, I don't... I don't know. I don't have kids, and so, like, I don't know anything about kids and car seats, but, like, that's what I was... Like, I need to put them in their car seats. Right. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, obviously something... Yeah. Women's intuition, maybe. Intuition. There we go. <laughs> they better put them back in their seat. Yes. You never know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Wow. That is, uh, that's nuts. Okay. So let's skip to the good stuff. So okay. you get into, obviously, now you're this pro athlete. Did you ever think you were going to be a pro athlete of any no. form or fashion? <laughs> no. No. That was not ever a dream of mine. Yeah. Like I said, I wanted to win an Oscar. An Oscar. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So how many years after losing your leg, going through physical therapy, learning how to use a new leg, and then you get on a snowboard? When did that happen? Nine months. Ten months. Ten what? months. Yeah. <laughs> Ten <laughs> months after my accident. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, <laughs> it had to have been at least a year. Ten yeah. months. Yeah. And you, and, and this was what? You're like on a vacation. You're like, oh, I'm going to go snowboarding. I mean, how? What? No. Oh, okay. No. How'd this happen? Um, There is a foundation in Carrollton called the Adaptive Training Foundation. Ah. And I went through their nine-week program. Um, it's for wounded warriors, people born with disabilities, and people with limb difference and limb loss. Um, and they kind of take you through this program it's mind body like everything um and they get you to this like point in your life where you can like really basically do anything um but it's through working out and through mindset work um it's incredible so i was in their class like seven months after my accident i like rolled myself in in a wheelchair didn't have my prosthetic leg yet and then i walked out of there when the class was over and then i snowboarded after that we all went on like a group trip to park city Mm. um they take you on a trip at the end of the class so that you can go and like use what they've taught you and do whatever and so um we were on the mountain yeah yeah Yeah, we we had david on the show if you haven't listened, you can listen to Dave's. It's it's a couple behind this or ahead of this one, whichever direction that is when you're Somewhere. on a YouTube or scrolling or whatever. But it's it's before hers, <laughs> 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 and he, he gives you the whole lowdown. Um, but oh, yeah, cool. so that's where the first time you you got got on a board uh-huh. was, and that's a nine week program, right? Yes, it's nine weeks in the gym, and then the tenth week they take you on a trip. On a trip, yeah. What do they do with like summer classes? Um, they're about to go to Idaho. Okay. So they do biking and rafting and that sort of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. And the winter classes do, um, the snow fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What a great deal. Okay. So you got, you, you went on that trip. 
you're like, okay, I'm going to try and do this snowboarding thing again. Did you get lessons and kind of yeah, take it easy? Yeah, yeah. everyone like um, had their own instructor for whatever it was they were doing. So like the people who were in wheelchairs um, who were like paralyzed or had neurological issues, they did sit skiing, mono skiing. Some people um, did regular skiing and then my goal was snowboarding. So I snowboarded. Yeah. 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 And this was using a prosthetic. Yes, I have a different prosthetic for that. Um, it's from a company called Biodapt. And so the like the knee and the foot are both Fox shocks. Um, oh, yeah. Like what's in a bike, you know? Um, and so you can change the settings depending on how much like rebound you want or resistance you want. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. And those are like the shocks on the front of a motorcycle or a BMX bicycle or a, a, a mountain bike. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. got it. Yep. Fox, the company. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They're all branded up on there. So you're like Fox yeah. and everything? Yeah. On, on your... They say Fox. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And like when I'm on the lift, people will be like, oh, that's so cool. I have that on my bike. I'm like, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah. It kind of makes sense, though. Uh huh. You can adjust it. Yeah. Uh -huh. And customize it to uh, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it's for high impact sports. Yeah. Um, so you can wake surf in it. Um, you can horseback ride, you can do BMX, like yeah. whatever, because these that we have for walking aren't made for that. Wow. And they're not water, like mine isn't waterproof, so um, I couldn't take it out on the lake. But the guy that invented those, his name is Mike Schultz, and he lost his leg in um, a snowmobile accident. He was like a professional racer and he hmm. crashed and lost his leg and he wanted to have a prosthetic that he could get back to using um get back to doing like all his stuff so he wow. invented this leg and that's what we all use now amazing i know isn't it, it's kind of interesting as you live life you find out about all these other little worlds that i knew absolutely right. nothing about and you're yeah. like hey, the whole world of prosthesis and all i mean yeah. and everything that comes yeah. with it right? being disabled like yeah i didn't know anyone who was an amputee anyone in a wheelchair before my yeah. accident and now literally all my friends and all the people I hang out with are disabled yeah. It's normal. Like we'll roll up to like a game or a dinner or <laughs> yeah. whatever, and we're yeah. all like in wheelchairs and missing limbs. And people are like, "What? Okay, <laughs> what happened to these people?" Yeah. How were you at, at, during before? Did you kind of look at you're like were like nervous about amputees? Not sure what to say. Kind of uncomfortable before the accident. Um, I think a lot of people kind of get that like, eh, I don't know really what to say. You know, right. Like, right? I guess you always have the natural curiosity of like, what happened to that person? Why are they in a wheelchair? Why are they missing a limb? Um, but what I have found is that people are not afraid to ask, which I never, ever would have gone up to a disabled person and been like, what happened to you? But people do it to me all the time. And what do you think? Do you think, do you kind of enjoy it or you're like, what I the answer the question if they're like genuine, you know, like. But does it make um, you feel, did it initially make you feel bad or, or does it have any kind of emotional? No, no. Oh. Um, what happened to me where I lived was like super public. And so everyone knew about it. Mm. So, um, people knew, but well, that's because you were Miss Waco 2015. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If you don't know Waco, you either know it because of the 
What was the, what was the cult guy? Demi- de, um, um, start of the D. What the hell's his name? Branch um, Dominion. The, Dr- Demi- it, yes. Dominion. Yes. Dominion. Um, yes. That guy. Um, God, what's his name? <laughs> John. No, I know it all the time. <laughs> David Koresh. David Koresh. There yes. it is, yeah. Yes. David Koresh. Or you know it because of Baylor University, or you know of it because of the couple that does the homes yeah. and all that. What's uh, Chip Ma- and Joanna Magnolia. Gaines. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Say that again? Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah, that's it. Yes. And they have Magnolia, Magnolia and all mm-hmm. that. Okay. So those are the three big reasons you know Waco. Yes. <laughs> um, which is now a pretty popular kind of cool little town. I remember when I used to drive through it as a kid, it was kind of boring. But now it's kind of really become oh, like yeah. this. It's got cool little areas. And, yeah. There's yeah. things to do. Yeah. Which so is you, crazy. You got in the pageant world. You became mm-hmm. Miss Waco. So I'm guessing yeah. you then try to become Miss Texas naturally kind of the progress right yeah so i was miss waco and then i was miss mcclennan county and then with that title i went and competed at miss texas got it yeah years ago years ago yeah yeah and then um you decided to hang up your crown yeah i was done with pageants i was over it after that yes once you kind of got the title you're like all right i'm going out yeah i'm done on a positive note (laughs) right and you went (laughs) to new york um, I did go to, I went back to New York. Back to New York. Yes. So I moved back to New York for a little bit um, the following year. And then my family owns a catering company in Waco. And so um, I moved back to help with the catering company. Um, and that's why I was in Waco for oh, wow. okay. so long. Yeah. Is this barbecue? We do have barbecue. But what do you? What is your thing? What is your family's thing? Um, smoked meats is like our specialty. We yeah. hand make everything. Um, hmm. They've had the business since I was one. So. Do they have a? Have they ever had a restaurant? We did. We started yeah. with a restaurant um, on Baylor campus, and then we moved just to catering because we got so busy doing caterings. Right. Yeah. And restaurants are kind of hard to yeah keep going right yeah there's so many and catering is more fun yeah i think it's more fun yeah hmm (laughs) so other than pro snowboarding Mm -hmm. what else you got going on these days oh man um during my off season uh which is now i spend it here in Texas, um, training, doing my dryland training. Um, I do speaking, like public speaking engagements. Um, and I usually do Spartan races hmm. because I'm a psycho like that. Yeah, um, yeah they are. Um, and then I'm training right now for a climb that I'm doing in Ecuador in October. Wow. Yeah. So now you're just going full force with all kinds of stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you think you would have done all these things? pre-accident um or was it probably not to this level yeah you know like i was running our business and that's what i saw for my life like still modeling um i never stopped doing that mm-hmm. but yeah i don't i might have gone snowboarding like once a season with my friends but never would i've been like huh i'm gonna try this professionally I never would have been able to do that. Like, that would have been a joke. Right. Yeah, it does seem like you kind of, the accident became this massive motivator. Yeah. And now you're like, hell, I can do anything. Yeah. Doesn't that seem 
almost kind of odd, right? Yeah. But a lot of people who go through something traumatic come out on the back end actually kind of excelling. I yeah. Mean, it's I, kind of a interesting, right? Yeah. Well, you know, if I've still got all my limbs and I'm not trying to climb a mountain right now, <laughs> right? So you're yeah. already like, yeah. you know, 10 steps ahead, literally. So yeah. what, do you, what do you think that is? Just kind of like... I feel like my accident put into perspective, like what I really want to do and what kind of impact I want to leave on this earth. Mm -hmm. And now I'm trying to navigate whatever time I have left here um, in a way that is positive yeah. and that means something. Um, I'm honestly like grateful that I've been able to um, like turn the pain into a positive because yeah, I could just be sitting at home feeling sorry for myself and absolutely doing nothing, but that's not who I am. And so I've chosen like this difficult path. Like it's hard. It's not easy. I have one friggin' leg and I'm doing all this stuff, but it would have been hard if I had just stayed at home. So I picked the more fun hard of yeah. the two. Yeah. And I think I'm a better person for it. Yeah, that makes 100% sense to me. I, I think I would, I'd like to think I'd do the same where you're just like, hey, I'm not gonna let something slow me down. I'm gonna keep moving forward. You know, yeah. life, life serves you shit sandwiches and sometimes you just got to eat them, right? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> like if you live long enough, I mean, you're going to get served a fair amount of just whatever. You call it bad luck or, you know, karma, whatever, whatever it is, we're all going to have to face it at some point in time. And it's better to have the mindset that no matter what happens, I'm still going to drive forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's hmm. definitely done well for me so yeah it seems like it you're uh you're smiling yeah <laughs> you're laughing yes and there's a lot of people these days that have a hard time doing that and they got all their limbs intact you know yeah i think people take for granted just the fact that they woke up in the morning and that's a gift you know yeah. a lot of people don't and then you take for granted getting home at night a lot of people will leave in the morning and never get home again right and you just have to be grateful for those things i'm grateful for my accident yeah as crazy as it is because I, my I life now that, yeah. has like purpose you right. know um i know what i want to do and i know um like what's important to me yeah do you reflect back pre-accident and go man i was kind of selfish do you think don't, i'm not saying huh. you were i'm just curious because because yeah. now you're in a position where you kind of like you're here helping and mm -hmm. volunteering mm -hmm. with people who've had either the same kind of injuries or but do you ever reflect back going wow i really didn't think about doing anything for these for this world right yeah accident right? yeah i, I definitely yeah i definitely was nowhere near involved in the disabled community yeah. saving animals was my thing that's oh, what okay. i used to do yeah. um they and need I, saving I still too. love animals yes <laughs> yes yes save the animals yeah. um so i was always like involved in helping um like when my accident happened everyone was like well of course she was helping someone that and this happened you know yeah um it wasn't like a shock to people but i didn't know it was so dangerous to like get out in the middle of the highway and like 
render aid, you know? Right. Um, but I definitely am glad now that I'm able to help people. I didn't go through this for nothing. So right. I can like pass along uh, what I've learned. I do think about like the old Jamie and the Jamie before the accident and um, how if I had this mindset that I have now, how it might have like served me then in situations. Oh yeah. And I'm like, man, I spent so much time worrying about this or thinking about that when it doesn't matter, you know? it In a month, in a year, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I feel like I wasted a lot of time no and time kidding. is something you can't get back. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's what I think about. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I always when it comes to service to others, I say it. I don't think there's a lot of people I don't think like it, but I'll say, you know, most serve themselves. Very few actually serve. Right. Uh -huh. And that's why I was asking you, because maybe, uh -huh. you know, you fall into we all fall into a category one or the other. Right. Yeah. It's real easy to just kind of serve yourself through life. And most people do that. They're yeah. just looking out for themselves. They're not really looking out for anybody else. They don't do anything for the greater good. They, you know, 94 percent of Americans don't even serve their country. Right. Yeah. There's six percent of us that go and do it. Uh -huh. And so, you know, it kind of shows that, well, you know, if you have a way of serving, then you should, and you'll probably be better for it. Wouldn't you agree? Now oh, for sure. Now that you kind of had all the, I mean, all this experience, like. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting stuff. <laughs> all right. So what's, uh, now you're gym rat. What's your, what was your favorite workout before? And what's your favorite <laughs> workout now? Leg day was my favorite. Oh, uh, no. Leg days? Leg day was my favorite. Yes. And then kind of what what has, yeah. is there anything special that's replaced that or? Um, snowboarding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a workout, You know, right? that's definitely a workout. Um, no, I've learned, I learned a ton of stuff at ATF, obviously. Um, they teach you adaptively how to do things. But man, I'm just trying to get my left leg back to what it was before. And it's never gonna be the same, but I'm working on it. But I hmm. can't just go in and do a hardcore leg day anymore. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. And that sucks, because it was my favorite friggin' day. I think that's most ladies, right? Yeah, Legs. I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah. But now I can focus on my upper body and my arms so everyone's always like jamie you look so toned i'm like yeah because i can't do leg day every day anymore right so i have to do free weights and you know fun stuff like that what about pistols do you do pistols with your left leg you know where you kind of go down it's like a squat all um, the way. i have such an issue with my knee because um, the left one's still so torn yeah, up right uh, my acl is torn oh okay and like they're suggesting surgery, which I'm not gonna do, but um, I just have to be careful with what I do with my left leg. Got it. So like they tell me not to do um, like much with it because of the torn ACL, but I still do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Do they want you to be careful with the good leg because it's the it's only also one. my only freaking the leg. only one yes. you got, right? It's my yeah. only one. Yeah. 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 And I know it's it's uh it's just a part of the process, you know? 
just got to adapt, figure it out. That's it. You know? Yeah. Sounds like you got the right mindset. Okay, so I'm, I I do appreciate you like sharing all that, and I, and I'm sure you've gotten used to talking about it and you're like fuck another time I got to tell this story and talk about my legs and you know carrying them on an airplane with me everywhere I go. Um, you know, are your legs kind of like all the different like Louis Vuitton purses you probably accumulated at this point? Oh too? my god! Can you get like a designer bag made? Like, do you think there would be a designer out there making some cool. badass like? What is what is a going cool brand these days? For, like, I mean, I like Louis Vuitton. Louis and I'm down with that. Gucci. Gucci's always yeah, up there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if they want to make me a leg bag, I would I take it. I think there's it. a market. Right? There like, is. If you could have your whole like like almost like a customized trunk. You ever seen those Louis uh -huh. Vuitton trunks? I've uh -huh. seen some people have. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's crazy. Those things are. Oh God. I don't yeah. even know the price tag. They got to be. I don't know. A lot. Yeah. They got to be a lot. A lot. So what is what is a wish list? Do you have a wish list these days of like it doesn't have to be associated to your accident. What's just like what's your what's your bucket list these days? Oh wow. Um I'm a yes person, so I say yes to everything. Mm. People will be like, Jamie, do you want to? And I'll be like, Yes. So I think I just wanna continue adventuring and learning and helping and um I do that through using myself and putting myself out there um, and showing people like anything is possible because if I can go from like bleeding out on a highway and losing a limb to climbing mountains and yeah. professionally snowboarding, like anything is literally possible. Um, so I think instead of being like, oh, I want to do this, 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 I want to just try to continue impacting people and continuing to say yes to things um because yeah i can have a whole list of things that i want to do but may never get to them i have right. goals like i want to be a paralympian um so i would say that's probably my biggest like goal um is yeah, to so do how's that. that how's that looking well um <laughs> it's, was that a positive well or was that a it's oh man there's so many tough. politics involved oh. in the professional para world it's crazy like mm. it's it's a lot so like my category of female snowboarder um there's two lower limb categories ll1 ll2 and it depends on like how much of your limb you're missing like if you're just missing a foot you're an ll2 you're like less disabled and i'm more disabled because i'm missing a whole limb so i'm an ll1 wow it's yeah so at the last paralympics the ll1 category didn't exist they like when china made the rule book and put the rule book out for the olympics and the paralympics they like got rid of the ll1 category so huh yeah because they didn't have any or no they did they did huh. and I, I so the know. country that hosts these things uh-huh they come out with the rule book and it's different every yeah and wow. they can do whatever they want oh. as china does wow. but so, so now that it's going to france or paris um the next winter is oh, winter in is, italy is italy okay yeah summer going is going to paris okay and we're going to italy um so italy will do what they want but 
this year, like all of us LL1 women had to like show up and be like, we're here, we wanna compete. There's plenty of us put the category in the next games. So we're fighting for that to mm. even be included. Um, and then from there, hopefully they put us in, but then we're competing for spots on Team USA. Um, wow. That's the next thing. So there's all this stuff that you have to do on top of also snowboarding. So it's a process. Yeah. I'm just trying to snowboard, you know? All right. Like, yeah. I don't want the politics involved. Like, it's a lot. Everything's a bureaucracy these days, right? It's about money. And it's also about money. Everything's about yeah. money. Yeah. I'm like, why yeah. are you making it hard for all of us disabled people? <laughs> <laughs> it's already hard enough. I'm it's messing a leg, hard, you fuckers. Right? God. <laughs> discrimination against yeah. us. Oh yeah, my there you go. <laughs> Do that. Throw the discrimination card down. Oh, my God. Yeah. They legit don't care. They don't care. No. No one cares. No. Yeah. They don't care about us with only one leg. <laughs> mm. Let's talk about cool one leg. Are there any James Bond like one legs? Like it can no. like hide a gun in it or anything? Oh, um, oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Is there like anybody kind of in that world like maybe turning the whole limb into a gun? You can just like lift your leg and shoot somebody. I'm sure there's like some weird AI stuff that's been made, <laughs> but like yeah. legally, I don't know. That'd be cool. Uh -huh. But you haven't heard or seen any of that. Uh, -uh no. Cool prosthetic that does James Bond shit. No. No. Well, hell. No. That's a lot down. I know, right? <laughs> I want to shoot people too. Like, come on. I want yeah, to there you go. Run. What do you mean no. shoot people? Oh In my what God. capacity do you want to shoot people for me? I don't know. What do you mean by that? I I wouldn't <laughs> shoot animals, so I went yeah. for people. <laughs> I'm with you on that. There's plenty of people. Right. Um, well, speaking of shooting, all right, you've uh, you've 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 managed to do really well in the second portion of Can You Survive? Okay. So now we got to roll into your little crisis scenario okay that jeff the producer put together not me and if it goes sideways it's his fault blame jeff and this is actually a lot of times it's i'm going through it with you okay okay which means i have to read and when i read i usually screw it up but I'll, oh god i'll do my best to tell the story the best the best representing jeff's scenario the best i can so here okay. we go are you ready uh-huh all right for this scenario, you'll be snowboarding by yourself <laughs> down part of a mountain that is less tra tra traversed. This part of the mountain is just a little more dangerous than the others. Okay. Okay. So do you, A, do a dummy check and make sure you did not forget any supplies or anything that you may need, or B, hydrate with some water and then just go ahead and hit the slopes? Supplies. Supplies. What yes. kind of supplies would you recommend, professional snowboarder? Um, so you need your tools to tighten your, like the screws in the knee of your prosthetic, because sometimes those can come loose. Do they freeze? No. Weather doesn't affect them. No. Okay. No, but sometimes they get loose, like when yeah. you're doing jumps and like impacting it. Um, so you want that, um, and you yeah. want a um an air pump because the pressure in the fox shock changes with the altitude oh the higher you go air. it's it'll lose air gotcha mm -hmm. so Good you want at least those two things <laughs> yeah yes because otherwise yeah. you're you're stranded that's right i'd probably add i mean you've got your cell phone oh okay well yeah you got your id yeah you got 
Do you have a little mini money. first aid kit? I bring money. You never know when you need to bribe someone. Um, yeah. Yeah, I usually have like band-aids or KT tape or something like something. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Good. <laughs> You're passing so far. Okay. Okay, you check all your supplies uh, that you need before you head out down the mountain. So next, attach your avalanche transceiver to your body, or B, attach your transceiver in your pack, which will be attached to your back. On your body. On your body, she says. And yes, A is correct, on your body. On your body. Because uh, have you ever been in an avalanche, seen it? I've not been in one, no, thank But goodness. it'll rip everything off of you. Yes. So in a backpack just no. isn't a good idea. Yeah, keep your Abbey Beacon on your body. What's the latest greatest? Is that the brand? What, what do you use? Um, oh, I couldn't even tell you a brand name. I don't, <laughs> my brain doesn't remember things like yeah, that. Yeah, I got TBI. You. Yeah. That's <laughs> when I blame the TBI. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you attach it to your body. You're heading down the mountain when you hear a loud crash. An avalanche has occurred. Oh, God. And a wall of snow is gaining on you from behind. So do you, A, compress yourself, become aerodynamic into a little ball, and get down the slope faster, right? Okay. Or B, move to the flanks of the slope while you can. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You're not gonna outrun No. Mother no. Nature, never. I've seen videos, but that's not me. I'm not. Yeah. I, I need to get away from that. Yeah, that I agree. Move to the flanks. Yes. Move to the flanks while you can be. Good job. You move to the flanks as this mass of snow is about to come rushing by you. Oh, God. So do you, A, jam your ski poles into the ground to try and stabilize yourself or grab a tree? Well, as a snowboarder, I don't have ski poles, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, you didn't do your research. So, um, what was the other option? A tree? Grab the tree. Do I want to slam into a tree? Um, oh. No, it's coming. If, it's coming. You have a choice. Use ski poles and kind of use them as anchors. Right. Or just grab the tree. A tree. Like, yeah. I don't, I know, but. Which one's more stable? I mean, a tree. Isn't going anywhere. You hope. Yeah. They'll break they'll snap in half for sure. Oh god. But if you grab if you grab low on that thing, yeah. you're probably gonna be all right. Okay, well grab a tree. All right, grab a tree, she says. Yeah. B, you are correct. <laughs> grab onto a tree. Then do you ditch your pack skis, ski poles, and any excess gear. Basically just dump it all. Uh-huh. B, tie yourself to the tree using the straps of your pack. Um, ditch it or tie yourself to a tree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I... Assuming you're about to get buried in snow, do you want to yeah. be tied to the tree or do you want to be maybe a little more streamlined? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why you'd tie yourself to the tree. I don't know. It's probably one of those internet things. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So, you know, you're not tying yourself to the tree. No. That's right. I... I don't know why you would do that. I'm trying. I'm honestly trying to think why. Yeah, no. Yeah, we, no. We're not tying ourselves to trees. Okay. And that is correct. A, ditch yes. your pack skis, poles, any excess gear. You ditch the gear so you have less objects that could potentially be oh, caught yeah. up in the rush, right? It's like, yeah. you, you know, you don't want to, you, you're getting as small as possible 
and less to, you know, quote unquote, get snagged by the snow that's going to be going by at like 50 miles an hour. Um, or the most important aspect, those things become projectiles. Yes. And they will impale Pale you. you. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Get rid of all that. Get rid of all of it. Um, now the rush is becoming so strong, you lose your grip on the tree. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so do you, A, try to climb the tree, or B, swim on top of the snow? It's a swimming motion. Um, do you think you're strong enough to really climb a tree while snow is... No. Okay. No. Yeah, I don't think That's... I could do. Yeah. I... No one's strong enough. No. Yeah. I only have one leg. You, you only I... have one leg. <laughs> I... No. Yes. Yeah. We're... Even that... But that's a super leg, right? Wouldn't you say that's a super leg? Could you, yeah, Could but... you use that? Like, take it off and, like, grab a limb and then pull yourself up your leg? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I would All need right. to like take the boot off. Like a lot there's would a need process. to happen. Yeah, uh, we don't okay. have time because this yeah. avalanche is All right. like so about no, to kill us. You can't just pull these things off. No. No, they're like. It's a yeah. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah, it's like attached to my limb, and you gotta like get that off oh, if you're okay. gonna like do yeah. something with it. All you right. Know? Yeah, I know nothing, so. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're swimming on. Yeah, there you go. On okay. the That's snow. It. That's it. B. Okay. You swim, now this is in quotations, of course, okay. you know, you swim on the snow. Basically your goal is, is, you know, kind of get big, but stay on top, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. You're almost body surfing the uh -huh. snow as best as you can in the middle of an avalanche. Oh my God. Now, you know, remember, these are things people say, and there's people who have survived in some of these tips and tricks. Okay. You know, you gotta, you know, you take what you can get, right? right. So you're trying to stay on the surface and attempting to avoid uh, any kind of impact into, you know, a, an object in front of you, right? Yeah. You're going to have to kind of swim around these things. You're trying to almost, like I said, you're, you're body surfing the snow, hoping you don't run into a tree. So as you swim with the rush, the snow becomes overwhelming and getting buried becomes inevitable. Mm. Great. Poor Jamie. Oh my so, God. Do you A, keep your arms at your side or B, try and pull your arms and hands up in front of your face as you're getting buried? In front of your face. And why? Why do you think that's? Um, I think like you're trying to create um yeah so that you when you are covered up then you can like breathe yeah. you have room to breathe um because when the snow comes it's gonna weigh a lot and it's just gonna compact and compact more around you so if you can like create some space in there you might have a little more time right exactly yeah you're putting your hands in front of your face which creates an air pocket in front of you so that you can at least breathe for as long as that little pocket of air will give you. See, I know something. Yeah, you do. As you are now, you're fully buried in the snow. Great. So, do you dig in the direction your head is facing or use your senses to determine which way is up? That's kind of a give me because is your head always going to be facing in the right direction? Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. No. Could be upside down. You could, yeah, I'm thinking you could be yeah. sideways. You could be, yeah. So you're going to try and figure out which way's up. Right. And what do you think? I personally, I. what do you think? How would you determine? 
I think I would know if I was upside down completely because you would feel like your blood. Gravity's gravity. Yeah, yeah. your blood's going to start going. So yeah, I feel like. Well, your snot will be running towards your forehead. Right? Yeah. Don't you think your nose will be running and yeah, you can... it'll be running into right. your hair. Yeah, I think, <laughs> right. Or you got snot running in your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can use the snot to determine which direction you are facing. See, that's what we do here on this podcast. Snot is a compass, okay? Come on. <laughs> snot is a compass. All right. Yes, you use your senses to determine which way is up. You use your senses and you kind of figure it out. Gravity obviously is going to pull things in a certain direction. So you're kind of going to know whether it's blood flow, snot, your tears, or anything else. Oh, yeah. You might be crying at this point. Yeah, you could be. Uh huh. Or, you know, when it's just really cold, your eyes just water. Yeah, true. right. I mean, your goggles get knocked off. All of a sudden, you're yeah. subject to, you know, the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, do you A, punch an air channel? Uh, from your face upward or try to get upside down and kick the snow above you. It's kind of obvious, I think. Right? I think the air yeah. is obviously the main priority and concern at yeah. that moment. Yeah. You got to, you know, I don't know if punching is going to be, I mean, once you're locked in snow, it's like being locked in sand or concrete or anything else uh -huh. it's going to be really difficult to move but yeah, yeah. you can start by wiggling fingers uh -huh. and then you you know your body heat too will start to hopefully help you melt the ice uh -huh. and make things a little easier um but yeah you're gonna punch kind of start moving upward um from your face and then try and you know get closer to getting more air creating more of a pocket mm -hmm. you know getting upside you're not moving i mean you're not getting upside down while you're yeah. buried in snow so that yeah you can kick. like kicking yeah. i only have one leg again the kicking is not gonna be efficient right so as you punch upwards you are greeted with rescuers oh my gosh who deployed right after the avalanche and you were able they were able to find you because you had your beacon on your body yeah. good job you're a quick thinking and prepared player. You have survived this <laughs> <Yay>! podcast. <laughs> good job, Jeff. That was a good one. I had no idea what we were what we were running into. That's like my worst nightmare, an avalanche. Is it? Yeah. I mean, for a professional snowboarder, don't they like they do all the checks though before you guys compete, right? Or how does that work? Um well, we were in Europe for most of our competitions and they had no snow, so there were no avalanches around us but in utah like they were everywhere yeah so yeah in the mornings they do um they actually set the avalanches off and you can hear them like doing uh, all yeah. of the bombing and it's like like you'll just hear it shake oh, through yeah. yeah and you're like what is that um so they do definitely check for us but if there's like a heavy, heavy snow day, and there's a high avalanche risk, I don't even go out. Oh, okay. That's I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. Plus, you've got the one good leg. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's common sense, right? Uh-huh. Why would you take that risk if you don't need to? Right. Yeah. So I just avoid good idea. that because I don't need to make the news in uh, that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'm good on You're good. It. You've definitely already survived uh, some crazy stuff. Yeah. So, yes. No I avalanches, would... please. But we do have to go through, like, avalanche 
course and training and all that. So yeah, I know what to look for, but I avoid yeah that. And like, um, if you go like down the backside or whatever, like there's specific places that they're like, the avalanche is gonna go off right here. And I'm like, okay, won't be going that way. It's just right. common fucking yeah, yeah. sense, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know, people people set them off. Most of them are set off by people. Right. And I don't wanna be that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't be that person. I'm not gonna be okay. the person who sets off an avalanche. <laughs> no. Well, thank you once again thank coming you. on the show. Where yeah. can people find you, hire you for keynotes and all that good stuff? Yeah, my Instagram is what I use currently. Okay. Um, people just reach out to me on there. Nice. Um, and I have a Facebook. But yeah, people. And so people, what's your Instagram handle? Jamie Blanick, my name. Okay. And yeah. if you have a hard time uh, with last names like I do, just go look at who I'm following <laughs> and you'll find her just fine. Jamie Blanick. Yeah. Hey, thank you again for coming out here, coming on the show. Really do appreciate it. It's been awesome hanging out with you. Appreciate the service you did for that father and oh, two yeah. little girls. Awesome. Awesome. Most people would just drive by. Uh, yeah. Thank Good on you. you. Thank yep. you for having me. Yeah, not a problem. It's been fun and we survived. We survived. <laughs> All right.